Passion, Passion, Me, Me, Me Magazine. Welcome to Trini's Fashion Advice. Hi, I'm Trini. I'm your fashion guide to the latest styles and what the celebrities are doing. Hey girls, don't you just hate it when you're in a situation with lots of people and a guy touches your backside? You look at him and he tells you that it was an accident. You know that pervert did it on purpose. Well, don't worry. Trini has a solution. A solution that will help you against those sexual attacks while making you look great. Fashionably great. What you need to do is find two balloons and fill them with red ink and vinegar. Then put them down the back of some sensible underwear. This is to hold them in place. Wear the underwear under a short skirt. The next time some guy pinches your bottom, he will burst the balloon. This will leave his hand and arm red and smelling badly of vinegar for the rest of the day. Just remember to remove your underwear before sitting down. And now for Trini's special offer. I'm offering a two-for-one deal on my Trini's Backside Protection Balloons. Yes, buy one, get one free on Trini's Backside Protection Balloons. Got no hair? Yes, you're bald. Do you love sauce? Yes, you love sauce. Do you wish you had more hair? Do you wish you could carry sauce with you to the restaurants, friends' houses, and picnics? Do you wish you could easily carry sauce and have good hair at the same time? Well, now you can with sauce hair. Sauce hair is a revolutionally new sauce that looks like hair. Just spray some sauce hair on your head and you'll have a full head of hair that you can eat at any moment. Sauce hair comes in a pack of different colors and flavors, so you can choose the hair color and a different sauce every day. On Monday and Tuesday, wear our mustard blonde sauce hair. On Wednesday and Thursday, go dark. Wear our barbecue sauce brown hair. Friday and Saturday, go crazy with our ketchup red hair. Finally, look dignified for the family on Sunday with our mayonnaise white hair. Sauce hair! Look good and always have your sauce with you! Now it's time for our main story. I was sold for a camel. It's taken me a long time to get to this moment. A long time to be able to get to a computer to tell my story. It's taken a long time to be able to tell my story. The story of when I was sold for some camels. A life I didn't accept out of choice. But now I'm ready. I was happy in my twenties and mostly single. That changed when I met him, Jason. 
At first, the relationship started great. It was the type of love that you dream of. The type of love that you see in the movies. However, cracks started to appear when Jason got a big promotion in the city. He would arrive home every night stressed and would go straight to bed. We, we wouldn't kiss or hug. My relationship was more like a relationship with a fish. You could see it sometimes, but couldn't touch. If I did touch it, it would get angry. I want to be left alone. I knew that Jason didn't want his life. I didn't blame him. He was just stressed, that's all. I knew. Well, well, I thought that he still loved me. On the few occasions that we did speak, he talked about wanting to leave the rat race and have a more simpler life. He often mentioned having a farm, looking after animals. I thought he was joking. I thought he just needed time and he would eventually get a better job in the city where he could have more free time. Oh, I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. I decided that we needed a holiday to try and save our relationship for us to show each other that we still loved each other. To show each other that there was something alive below all of this stress. I've always wanted to travel to North Africa, places like Tunisia and Morocco. The culture has always been fascinating to me whenever I'd seen it in the movies. So, one day I went online and, and just booked it. A two-week holiday travelling around those countries. Jason didn't really want to go. He said he had too much work and preferred something slower like uh, s Southern Europe. I, I couldn't cancel the tickets, so... We decided to go anyway. All was going well. At first. We didn't speak on the plane, but it was better than arguing. The hotel was beautiful. Uh, we enjoyed relaxing the first few days. I was waiting for Jason to finish a work call one day when I noticed a leaflet on the hotel counter. For camel rides. I couldn't believe it. Camels look so cute. They're big eyes and funny humps. I booked it. Jason didn't want to go at first, Mr Grumpy Pants. But after I told him that we would be alone and free in the desert. And would be able to do anything we wanted. His eyes lit up. To be honest, the camels weren't as nice as I hoped. They, you know, they, you know, they smelt really bad. Kept making strange noises and seemed to need to go to the bathroom every minute. Usually right in front of you. Jason looked happy for once. Halfway on the trip, we were taking a break in a small deserted village. Jason whispered to me and told me to come with him quietly. I thought... Finally, the old Jason is coming back to me. 
He wants me to do something sexy in behind those old buildings. Oh, I was wrong. Oh, yeah. He told me to not look and turn around. So, you know, thought he'd been funny. So I turned around, hoping he would surprise me from behind. But then I heard something. So I looked, had a peep, and it was Jason holding an axe. He was going to kill me. Luckily, he didn't have the balls to do it. He started crying and saying he was sorry. Uh, To be honest, I, I didn't know what to think, so we decided to go back to the hotel. Jason went to pay the camel owners. He seemed to stay there talking with them a bit long, I noticed that, and they kept looking at me. I was worried. Eventually, Jason came over and he said, Goodbye, nothing else. I responded by saying that while the relationship is over, I responded by saying that while the relationship is over, we will be on the same flight back to the UK. He then said he'd be travelling alone. I will never forget the way he explained that he had sold me to the camel owner. I couldn't believe it. I'd been sold for some camels. I tried to run to the hotel and ask them to call the police. They did. I thought I was saved. The police arrived and talked to the hotel translator and to the camel owner. They told me that the camel owner had a contract signed by my husband and I was officially property of the camel owner. There was no escape. The police were on their side. My life was coming to an end. Or so I thought. Five years later, I'm still with Dagreb, the camel owner. He's a bit older than I'm used to, but I'm happy being looked after by Dagreb. Uh, He speaks to me. Although I still don't understand a word he says, but it sounds funny. The only issue is Dagreb has bought some new camels and a couple of new wives. I wish I could tell him that they can't sleep in the bedroom. You see, I have to mop the floor every day, and that's just the other wives. Welcome to another episode of Ask Auntie May. I'm your helpful and friendly agony aunt. I'm ready to help you to help yourself with even the most embarrassingly embarrassing and difficult personal issues. Well, today's question comes from Amanda Bottomsworth. She writes, Dear Auntie May, I'm overweight. I'm fat. I'm a fatty, fatty, fat, fat, fat. I've tried almost all diets and I can't stick with them. Usually a diet means that I'm without my favourite cake, chips and desserts for months and months. I want to get thin, but I don't want to give up my desserts. What can I do? Well, Amanda, I've never had to lose weight myself. I've always been quite a slim girl and still single and in shape. 
That's if there's any single young boys out there. Well, I take my job seriously. I've been doing some real research these last few days, and I've come to the conclusion that the best way to lose weight is with a tapeworm. Get the right worm, and it can be quite effective. It's also easier to get one than you think. The risky way is to use a lot of public bathrooms, especially at bus stations. But you might get more than a worm in your derriere. The safest way to get a tapeworm is in the park. So what you need to do is go to the park and look for some dogs. As soon as you see one wiping its bottom on the grass, run over, chase the dog off, otherwise it might think you're after something else. Then pull down your pants and get rubbing on the floor. Rub your derriere on the grass where the dog was. Hopefully, after a few goes, you should have yourself your very own tapeworm. The best thing about a tapeworm is that you can continue eating whatever you want. Continue eating those cakes, those chips, whatever you want. It won't go to your derriere, because that tapeworm will also be eating half. So you'll lose weight. You'll also not have to eat those awful diet biscuits that they sell in the supermarket. Oh, terrible things! The only issue is that once you do get to the weight that you want, is that you'll have to remove the worm. If you need advice on that, you'll have to write me another letter. Tune in next time for another episode of Ask Auntie May. Will someone please explain what's going on here?